What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin here, representing for RNC Radio, A Show RNC, with my homeboy, Meals. I'm not going to ask you how you're doing. I'm just going to say, Meals, it's a wonderful day to be black. I was wondering, I was like, am I also not representing RNC Radio in the A Show as well? I was just, you know. I mean, you're doing both. I mean, you're doing all of it. Okay. It just seems a very particular. You represent RNC Radio. A show, lookout, motherfucking everything, everything, oh. everything under the sun. Um, yeah. Welcome back. It's a beautiful day to be black. Uh, yeah. I, I don't um. I think this was the actual time where I had things to say, but then I don't remember anymore. So now I guess we're back to the normal stuff. How are you doing? How about that? Let's let's flip it on you. Let's. Uh, oh, wow. let's I'm doing you. doing great, man. I know we don't talk we don't talk much about you know, and this isn't even like a political issue. I'm one week away from the second shot. You feel me? Oh, okay. We're, we are we're almost hold on. There's man. no level yeah. There's no level anxiety that comes with that of like what if I get it before the second shot? <laughs> I don't do nothing. I don't do nothing. So like there ain't no, there ain't oh, no anxiety okay. for it. Uh it, it just feels good to be vaccinated before my birthday. You know, I you know, when I'm able to see my mom, I can hug her. She's already vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? Like this is just oh, like, okay. it's a glorious moment currently looking at can you hear can you hear roman he's like i had to give him like a little chew toy can you hear him no i don't no i don't hear him at all he's like he is fucking this thing up right now but uh other than that it's it's pretty great it's a it's a great day great day to be black man but it's, it's also a great day to be on the a show because we have the first winner of the royal rumble pools uh as a guest today meals are you excited i'm excited i'm excited just because like i like all right so Here's my story with the whole Royal Rumble pool thing and how it ended up turning out. Obviously, we got too many entrants. We had to do a, a, a just a draw, a whole bunch of other things, et cetera, et cetera, after the fact. And then I'm always glad to get the two winners because I feel like when we get the winners, I end up like befriending them and, and like um, enjoying their takes and all the other tweets and stuff like that. It's just like a great way to just kind of, I don't know, maybe meet new people. I don't know. But Yes, of course, we have to introduce to the show. If you follow him on Twitter, it is at uh, it is at underscore Donnie Smooth. Donnie, welcome to the show, bro. What's going on, fellas? What's going on? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you. What's going on? Absolutely. Man? What's up, bro? First of all, how are you? How have you been? How's hey, everything listen, going on in your life? Hey, listen, man. I'm a black man in America, so I'm as good as I can be. But I'm on the A show <laughs> today, so you know I'm, I'm feeling great. You know, I took. I had to move some things around to make this happen, but I, I'm excited to be here. Oh are, man, I appreciate that. We are we are happy to have you on. It's such a it's such a great thing when you know fans of the show that have been supporting us for so long, and we know you've supported us for a really long time, get a chance to kind of talk their shit on the uh, on the show. I, I want to ask, like, how long have you been listening to the A Show? Um, it's been about a little over a year now. I uh I saw I follow a um. I think his name is yeah Armand. I follow Armand on Twitter, and he was retweeting yeah. you guys one day, and I was like, "Damn, somebody else that's black that's in the wrestling." So you know, when you you find people <laughs> like that, you you gotta you know what I'm saying you gotta hold on, you gotta stick together because it's rare out here. You know, we are rare community. I appreciate I like that. Like. So yeah, I was telling you guys for a minute. Yeah, that is. I mean, it definitely is rare. Like when you think about the bubble that we're in as black wrestling fans, it's like you know you could throw you could throw like a ball down the hall, and by the end of the exactly. hall, it's like. Reach- us. you know right. there's not really many compared to you know however many other people there are so like 
it is good to stick together. And and I think, you know, we uh, we had a conversation with Seahawk uh, a couple of weeks ago, about a month and a half ago. And, you know, we even talked about that just just kind of, you know, supporting each other. And, and, and you know, Armand absolutely supported us. He's now part of the team on the Rewriters Room. But, I mean, bigger than that, how long have you been watching wrestling in general? Oh, man, man since – since a kid, you know, the the first match, I don't think it's the first match I ever saw, but it's the one that always come to mind when people ask me that. It's uh, like Monday Night Raw 99, The Rock versus like Billy Gunn in China. And like, I remember that match specifically because <laughs> I remember the announcers like, Mr. Ass. And I tried to say it. My grandmother was like, boy, don't you dare. Like, I don't care what's on TV. So that match always sticks with me. It's like the first wrestling match I ever saw. Oh my God! Yo, where are you from, by the way? South Carolina originally. Okay. South okay. Carolina. All right. Yeah. Shout out to South. Right. South uh, yeah, shout out to South Carolina, man. Shout out to Sumter. That's where I'm originally from. Sumter, South Carolina. I'm from uh, Virginia, so like they, they might like a lot of people used to call it South Cackalacky. Do you guys do that still? No, 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 no. We don't call it that. We don't call it that. Uh, they was okay. too country for that. It was too country. <laughs> I was like my, I, like my granny used to call it. I was like y'all, y'all. I don't even. I'm not even gonna say that yeah, to somebody no, I, think, no. I think yeah i think that's like a couple of errors ago i don't think nobody called it that <laughs> <laughs> oh we, shit okay uh, uh we wh- which which for rumble did you win the women's shout out to bianca you know what i'm saying no disrespect to montez <laughs> but you know hey I don't know. He might have to show he, he gonna have to show me you know what i'm saying if i ever run into it he's gonna have to show me because man oh, i don't know you you say he can't fight? I'm not saying you. Say you know what I'm saying? I ain't saying he can't, and I ain't saying I can. But hey, for her, <laughs> we're gonna have to see. We're gonna we're gonna have to see. Oh my god! All right, cool, cool. So of course, obviously, as the winner of the Royal Pool, you're gonna you're gonna chill with us today sure. uh, on the A Show as we talk about a lot of things. We got a pretty stacked show today. Um, we are going to start off with no holds barred, hot button issue here this week with Andrade. Finally being granted his release from the WWE. Uh, this happened right after uh, Fastlane on Sunday. He had actually tweeted that, you know, bonus noches uh, during the show. And a lot of people were like, well, what does that mean? And I was like, I was thinking like, if they're going to release. It's, 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 it means Spanish for good night, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, it, um, if, if they were going to release him, I figured out that they were probably going to do it after the show because they're not going to switch it. They, they have a social team that has to draw the attention to the show that was on before he said that I, I his his social his social stuff has been bothering me lately a little but they did they did announce the release uh what? right after that wait, wait 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 why has it been bothering you hold on wait it's, it's just i i mean it's not wrong he's saying he's just corny he's just a corny oh uh, yeah. come on you I mean, turned on andrade already i didn't i didn't turn on him what do you mean i i want him to be happy i'm just saying his, his tweets but this are, is his, the beginning his social presence presence is corny it's always been corny though like I'm, I'm, I've never said that it was social. His social presence was good. It was corny. This yeah. was even more corny. Yeah, I don't think he known for his followers. So he, you know. Yeah. What he can't just be a, a, a just a, a, I don't know a strong Mexican who loves his white woman as much as he does. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think that he, he's he. It's just a corny social. This isn't this isn't as bigger. This isn't as big as the release. He he was no. like. No. <laughs> <laughs> he was let go and you know uh, a lot of people uh you know people are sad I, i'm pretty bummed about it you know i think that you know it, it, it he could have been to me like that ray mysterio transcendent uh you know wrestler for latin america i think wwe does struggle to find that latin american star next to uh ray mysterio like i see what they're doing with damian priest but it's like 
are they going to stick with Damian Priest the way that they should? And, you know, Andrade was definitely somebody that could have been working this bad bunny program and could have gotten it over. And, you know, they just, you know, I know he was injured, but it just didn't seem to work out that way, especially with so much like he was all over TV last year. And then, you know, he just never went anywhere. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel, go, ahead. go ahead. Yeah. I, I think after that faction uh, failed him and uh, Austin and what was the other guy they had with him? I think. Uh, uh, Angel, yeah, yeah. I think after that, pretty much, that, I think that was their last straw with him. They really ran out of ideas. I feel like because he was really out of sight, out of mind for the last few months. Injury aside, yeah, like, I think they just ran out of stuff for him. Man. It didn't, ain't nothing really hit. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It felt so. Obviously, we have like always these two schools of thought because he was used, I would yeah. say, in a great fashion in NXT, mm-hmm. and. You know, NXT champion, having great matches, classic Gargano, matches against Aleister Black, matches against every type of, you know, people, person that you can kind of think about before being called up on the roster. And being called up to the roster seemed like a no-brainer, to be honest with you. He was already seasoned. It kind of felt like he was down there too long, but even then, it kind of felt like in NXT, he, he was trying to find his character, because remember, he was like, if you remember in the beginning, you know, he had the hat and the suspenders and (laughs) the wild cord shit. That's what I was going to say. They had fucked him up on NXT, too. Like, they had pulled <laughs> yeah. him on NXT as well. So, like, they, he didn't start out the gate very well. It took about two years, almost, for him to finally find his footing there. And then for the last, what, two and a half, three years, you know, they're, they're, they're and I mean, again, like like Neil said, there's two trains of thought. It's like, if he wasn't being used and and if he wasn't reaching his potential, he falls on the, on the, on the ladder. He didn't reach his full potential. He was definitely... I think so. I always feel like, at least in this opportunity, WWE has been chasing ever since like Rey Mysterio left for that first time. They've been chasing the next, you know, big Latin star ever since that, ever since like, you know, Eddie Guerrero passed, ever since then. They've been chasing that star. They've had Alberto. They tried Sin Cara. They've tried so many different people down the line. I feel like maybe we could contribute. There can be a part of this that we can contribute to WWE as well because I feel like they. They just haven't been able to, they've been trying to like push for like this, you know, this Latin star that's coming for it. And I feel like they've just kind of done it wrong multiple times. And I think the only thing that kind of worked has been Rey Mysterio because Rey Mysterio is marketable. I think he has a personality that kind of just like beyond just the mask, it kind of like you can feel him in a certain way. Um but for some for some reason, I just feel like they've been trying to replicate that success year after year after year, and it just hasn't worked. And I'm I'm trying to figure out why it hasn't worked because obviously there's a community that definitely wants to be spoken to, and maybe they need more representation back there to kind of like understand, yo, this isn't how this works nowadays. This is kind of how it works nowadays and stuff like that. But I think Andrade overall, I think he's an amazing talent. I think he's a it's a loss, but ultimately, I feel like I think you said it on the timeline yourself, J Five. If he's happy, all the best for him because yeah. this is something that he wanted. Um, this is something that he sought out after. There are plenty rumors concerning his release and stuff like that. Especially when you hear that a talent has asked for their release, I think all the dirt sheets go. <laughs> all right, let's figure well, what, out. What was to me was that he kind of he kind of debunked those rumors because. In the end, he thanked everyone, you know, and well, you thanked the three people on NXT at least. <laughs> yeah, he. But, but I mean, those are, the, <laughs> right. those are the people who I mean, essentially. But I mean, Paul wasn't on NXT. He he thanked Heyman too. Right, but, right, right, right. 
Um, no, you know, no I Zelina think Zelina shout out. Oh, that's crazy. He just yeah, shout out Zelina. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, again, that's that's another like shaky little, you know, that's another shaky relationship there where it's like, you know, should he, would he, you know, what I'm saying. But like, mm-hmm. essentially, if it was Triple H or Regal's idea to put her with them, I would understand why how he could shout them out before that. But um, you know, he kind of debunked those rumors, and I think, and, and and you know, stick with me here. I just don't think Andrade had like reached the fans outside of NXT the way that they wanted him to. Mm. Whether a heel or, I mean, he was a heel pretty much the whole time, but like he was never like Alberto Del Rio hated on the main roster. He just, he just wasn't. Yeah. And and I I was thinking, I was like, why wasn't he connecting? And I'm like, I I can't say it's because he didn't speak the language because that doesn't matter. I mean, we see how over Asuka is whenever she comes out. We see how over Nakamura is or was at one point in the main roster as well. But Andrade just never Andrade to me. Have you ever remembered a time where he got like massively booed or got massive heat for anything he ever did? Not really, but I I can't remember much. Like the thing is, it's like I can't remember much regarding him because they've kind of used him kind of sparingly in a way. Like they've used him. I think the biggest high profile match he had was a match against Drew McIntyre, like early post WrestleMania last year type of deal. But well, other I mean, than he, that, I remember. I remember well, when we were first, like we were first, we were first talking about him. Um, we were like, "Yo, why aren't they using?" They called up Andrade, and then he was like off TV for like eleven weeks, and then he eventually got in a feud with Sin Cara, and that kind of like got things going. And then he got in a feud with Rey Mysterio, and that kind of got things going. And then I think from Rey Mysterio, he ends up transitioning to the Street Profits somehow, and that's really, and then, then Apollo, and then all types of other stuff like that. But I think those are really kind of the only four major feuds or major programs that we've kind of seen. You can kind of even like attribute to like maybe I always felt like when I when I looked at Andrade and him being called up on the main roster, I always saw him feuding with John Cena. Now that is just not going to happen because John Cena decided to go be a movie star. But I always felt like he had that kind of potential of like you put him in a ring against someone who can bring that out of him. I think they do bring it out of him, but you got to give him the opportunity as well. But Ray um, did it. I mean, he faced Ray like six, seven times. Yeah, but I think he they brought it on such an athletic level. And I think their feud was mostly surrounded by the competition of the matches as opposed to kind of a story. It wasn't really a story about I think he stole the I don't even remember if he stole the mask or I'm thinking about Seth now. But and he did he a, did a mass angle. He did a mass angle with, with Ray too. Yeah. But I, I always like, felt like the the go ahead. I feel like Ray had the advantage of coming up in an era where the wrestling was more important than the entertainment. Like so you fell in love with what he did in the ring first, then you you got to know him as Rey Mysterio. Whereas now it's more, how can you entertain me? Then put on a good match, yeah. right? So I just feel like no, Rey I agree. Official in that aspect, and yeah. and then, and I never felt like that kind of shown through on a feud, like kind of what they're doing with Apollo Cruz now um, on the roster. I've never felt like that type of moment with you know Andrade. It's kind of always been like one match to the following match to the next match. And that's great. I mean, we all know he's a stellar in-ring talent, but I never felt like just character-wise it kind of built there. But I, they could have they could have they could have just not seen it. They were like, yo, he doesn't if he doesn't speak English fluently, like how are we supposed to get this across? But I, I don't that was I mean it could be. It could be. I mean I'm not I don't, I'm not privy to what's going on, you know, yeah, back there. We but. we ourselves we ourselves wouldn't say that because we were like, yo, but Oscar can do that. But I felt like it, it I can't speak for WWE themselves who 
for over time, I think, you know, you look at the original Sin Cara, you look at a couple other people who just, it just never worked out because it was like, okay, well, he just doesn't speak. I've heard it on the Something to Wrestle With podcast with Bruce Pritchard myself. It was like, yeah, he just didn't speak the language. Like, he couldn't connect on that certain level, like an Eddie or a Ray or something, or, or you know, um, Alberto or something along those lines. So maybe it was that. I can't speak for it, but I know that I guess Paul Heyman himself tried to, when he was executive director of Raw, he highlighted the strengths that he had, which was this great in-ring competition. But I felt like this the personality of Andrade never really got to shown through, but maybe on wherever he goes next. I mean, if you, look at, if you look at his social media, he don't got a personality. So, like, he definitely needed help. He's Hell Andrade either. Flair. Cool. He'll be good. Right, as long as he's Andrade Flair, <laughs> he'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. He's, he's, you know what I'm he's going into the royal family. He's good. He's good no matter what. Um, Next up. Uh, I mean, this is kind of on the same branch here. Uh, a lot of people were rumoring. Uh, this is again the controversy of the week, right? Uh, where there was this was unfounded rumors by a bunch of different sources that Charlotte was off of TV. She was off of the poster because she was holding out and holding Vince over a barrel to get Andrade his release granted. Whiteful mm-hmm. uh, came out a couple hours before she announced that she had COVID nineteen, which of course was the reason is the reason that she's out. Um, it seems as though she has symptoms as well because she says she's recovering. But Whiteful um, reported that Charlotte had nothing to do <laughs> with Andrade <laughs> having his release granted, which makes sense. There's like that's just nothing that she can control, you know. And can she? How, <laughs> no, she can't. I mean because. At the end of the day, I, I think that type of issue, and I told Mills this earlier this week, like, you know, personally in the text, I was just like, holding Vince over the barrel never ends well for anybody, ever. I Do you feel like, all right, so this is, starts the conversation, because I know back in the day, especially with a lot of dirt sheets and stuff, there used to be a whole bunch of stuff about, like, you know, backstage powers and... Uh, people using their influence, a lot of Triple H's, a lot of Hogan's, a lot of Shawn Michaels, a lot of people who would, uh, John Cena even to an extent, a lot of people who would use their sway. Do you feel like that happens as much now as it did in the past? And Actually, that is, to me, that's a branch to another story that we're going to talk about next, which is the Charlie Oh, Caruso. wow. Okay. Oh, shit. All right. It's the yeah. Charlie Caruso incident where the story came out really after we did the show last week that she was showing up late to some of her interviews, interviews and Randy Orton and Seamus took offense uh, mm. to, to your question. I think that it certain circumstances, I, I think that there are stupid ways that that happens. And there are some ways that is, it's understandable that they will listen to people that have seniority in that matter. When it comes to firing, they have a whole talent relations department. I, I don't think that they need to, you know what I'm saying? We, you saw how long they lo- they held on to, to to Harper and, you know, all these other people that they let go. Um, I think in, in terms of Andrade, they probably were just like, you know what? Okay. I don't think that, I mean, if you want to go deeper, I don't think that they, they see AEW as a competition anymore, No, to be honest with you. Can't be. So they just, they, he, he can go. They we don't, we don't care anymore. I mean, first of all, in, in relation to the Charlie Crusoe story, it was... I I find it we I still find this weird, and I'm interested to hear her side if she was like really being hot girl Charlie all over the <laughs> freaking locker room where she was just like yo I do what I want, 
because I always felt like, I mean, I don't know her personally, but kind of from the way that she carries herself and the level of professionalism that she kind of uses on screen, I thought that maybe also translated to off screen because she seems like someone who takes her job very seriously and kind of knows what role she occupies and both on ESPN and in WWE and sort of male, you know, male heavy businesses so i always felt that from charlie so when they was like oh she's showing up late you know niggas don't like that like but because i don't know maybe they want to go home or maybe they want to pre-tape their segments early or something along those lines so i always you know i'm interested to hear charlie's story if it ends up thing um there was some like you know paul Heyman made a cheap you know a cheap pop on talking smack this week there was some other stuff but it hasn't been formally announced if charlie caruso has been has left the company as of yet, unless she posts on Twitter in the next like 35 minutes or so. Um, but I'm interested to hear her story. But once again, I think with even the Andrade thing, it's like no one's ultimately bigger than WWE. There's a very few people who I think if leave WWE, it kind of shifts entire things. I do think yeah. one of them is Charlotte. <laughs> I do think um, because they've, while she can leave and it'll just be like whatever they put in so much time and effort over the last six years really making everything important in this division somehow orbiting her in a way so it's like if she leaves it affects them in sort of a major way andrade not so much considering that he's new considering that they really haven't established him as of yet considering that he hasn't really um his value doesn't sort of supersede anything even related to the business. So yeah, I think with Andrade, it's like, yo, kind of go where you want. I AEW, my only thing is like, yo, you can go to AEW. There's a lot of talented people there. There's a lot of other talented Mexican wrestlers over there as well. There's also just a, a, a bevy of talent, but the creative over there kind of stinks. So I'm, <laughs> if you get it bad here, I can't imagine what the hell's going to go on over there. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I've to this day have yet to watch a whole AEW show. Like I just can't see. Oh it. my god! I, I just can't put myself through it. Like, it's, I, I just can't. Uh, you're, not, you're not missing much. I think. What, what do I watch? How many do I watch a year? Meals like four. I watch like four. Dynamite. I mean, when you yeah, when you have to show up on the war report and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, I can just not a whole show. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I do most of a show, yeah. part of a show. Also, the, let's, the good let's stop sending them. Let's stop sending them to places where we don't know if they really want to be, and especially in terms of Charlie. Let's stop acting like because she's got a job at ESPN that she wouldn't like another bag. That that, that job is sufficient enough for her to, you know, what I'm saying like we don't know her financial standings. We don't know. Yeah, if she like WWE is a billion dollar company. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm and you know I'm not trying to pocket watch her. You know what I mean? But I think that having you know two jobs in two huge companies is better than one or none. So like they were, they were definitely treating her like she worked at like, you yo, see, she yeah, see. she's working at Kroger's like on the weekends and shit. <laughs> like, and like she don't need this other job. Like the E, you know what I'm saying? They they got her that that name, and I know she put a lot of work in, but like she she's known to millions of people because of her job at NXT and um you know in WWE, and that's that's an incredibly great resume for her to have. So if she does leave on her own terms. That's fantastic. Um, but I mean, I, I was just thinking of the whole thing. Like if someone was showing up late to, to a meeting at my job or someone showed up late to do something for me, I'd be upset too. And that was the one instance where I was like, okay, that is, that would probably be an annoying if true, if they had to shoot. Cause you know, those meetings are, are those interviews are pre-tapes, you know what I'm saying? Or a lot of the time they're pre-taped. So like, 
if you got to go work out or go practice your match or go practice a promo, like, yeah, I, I could, you know, I could see how that's annoying. And I, and I see how like you, when you're backstage at a wrestling show, it is a circus. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like at the end of the day, like there are two sides to the story. So if, if it was a misunderstanding or something like that, I just don't want to rule out. And I know people were like Randy and Seamus Nart. I'm just like, bro, like they're, they're higher ups, bro. I think <laughs> I know I'm taking not putting up with that. I just know it. Exactly. <laughs> like they're higher ups, bro. Like they of course they're going to tell. You know what I mean? Like, this ain't this ain't this ain't the streets. <laughs> like, this is a job. Randy not having it. I already I can see that. He probably Absolutely. In the office. Um I I want to Speaking really... of Randy, quick question, quick before you did. Did you see his uh interview with Stone Cold? No, that's what I mean. No, I haven't I haven't seen it yet. All right. It's really good. That's all I'll say. I okay. we won't talk about specifics, but it's good. Okay. Um, I want to switch around the the format a little bit. I want to talk about this top fifty women's list before we uh <laughs> before we tap in <laughs> before we tap into uh to the fast lane recap and go to break. Um, have are are you guys upset about this list? I I just gotta ask. Are you guys mad about this list? What what you know? It's, have you it's seen definitely it? some things out of order in my opinion. You know, but uh, I'll let you go ahead. <laughs> I haven't dove into i've seen people's reaction to the list i haven't actually looked at it myself uh i'm <laughs> list man i think you throw i don't even know but i have nothing to say to it because the realistic part of it is i don't want to sound insensitive but i don't care if you didn't say it, i was gonna say it not that it, because it's a top fifty women's list. Because if they did a top fifty men's list, I would, I would also be like, yo, uh, okay. I mean, you got to do stuff for extra content on Peacock. Maybe you know, uh, right. people who work in in content someplace is now trying to add content to this place. I get it. Um, I wasn't overly thinged. I don't think anyone has been like, has his Natalia got on the phone yet and just been like, yo, this is too low. Has uh, Ember Moon has stepped out? Because I saw Ember Moon on one of the things. So I'm assuming she's in this lower part of this 50. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if she stepped out and said anything. I don't think people care. It's a it's a, it's a list on the network. You know what I'm saying? I don't think yeah. it's going like, to get interesting until that top 10 hit. They're like, the name so far is just like, eh. Yeah. I mean, top 10, yeah. Maybe top 50 was too much. Yeah. Because yeah. really, yeah, the top 10. Top ten is where people and everyone. I think. Well, who do you predict is going to be number one? It gotta uh, be Big Charlotte. <laughs> it gotta be. It's probably gonna be Becky. No, <clears> it's probably no. Not. It gotta be Big Charlotte. It's oh, Big yeah. Charlotte. It gotta be <laughs> Becky. Charlotte and we said this before. Charlotte is there is you know tenure, but Becky she shifted the culture. This is true, but. Yeah. I feel like WWE is going to be like, yo, Charlotte, 10-time champion, baby. Yeah, Charlotte, or 11-time. I don't even know what. Well, like, you know, top three is going to be Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky. It's just the, it's just an idea of who's going to be one, two, and three at this point. Ronda would piss people off. Yeah, that, <laughs> if Ronda in that top three, that's going Some They're not going to like that. How could we argue it? She brought she brought eyes. She made money. She got championships. She I mean, made it in, in her first year. I feel you. She, I feel you. She got you one know. year of a run. Exactly. She got one year run. That's what she they got one year at. run. They already feel like she turned be... her back on them. Yeah. Especially if I'm like, yo, if I'm Trish Stratus, I'd a bark like a dog and get thrown <laughs> mad shit on me <laughs> before I end up getting women's championships. Like, and I had to do it seven times over seven years, had to deal with all the misogyny and all types of shit that oh, came with man. it. And the nasty promos. 
<laughs> and then you know ronda shows up number three just debuts one year you know i would be pissed but if i were them but because i'm me i'm just like all right let's see i'm more interested in like how they're presenting this more so than the actual list itself i don't this doesn't hold any weight to me it's, it's surprisingly to me maybe i don't i don't frequent these circles in the internet that it's not really getting as much traction as people thought it was was getting but i'm but like like donnie said like we gotta wait for this you can be scrapping over number 40 what's number 47 like we scrapping over like a lacey evans number it's like i don't <laughs> care <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't care about Lacey Evans. It's a um, mark. List. It's like the PWI. It's like it's a mark list. Like I mean, make your own list. You know what I'm saying? We're we're go- the only list that really matters is uh you know the the uh, the A list. You know what I mean? And that's coming soon. Okay, <laughs> the A list coming soon. <laughs> Thank you for that laugh. <laughs> Uh, let's, let's recap. I, I don't have I don't have anything to I don't have a sorry to if this offends this week again. I'm I'm keeping it positive still. Um, okay, but let just keep it positive going into Mania. Maybe. Yeah, and then after <laughs> get negative. I know we're gonna have a lot to be negative about after Mania. Um, Fastlane. It was a show <laughs> that happened. <sighs> what was all right? I want to ask you guys. What was the most? I don't want to say this show was disappointing. But I guess we can we can gauge it from like two different, you know, two different sides of the spectrum. What was the most disappointing part of the show and what was the best part of the show? The most disappointing part of the show was the show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I hate Fastlane. Like, I, I don't know why this pay-per-view still exists. Like, why are we still <laughs> doing this? I know you try to placehold something for the, that extra few weeks between Mania and and elimination chamber but god damn like fast lane just so that shit just don't never be right um <laughs> i mean Donnie took the words out of my mouth uh i i th- I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna try i'm gonna try and answer the question um <laughs> i think the most disappointing thing on the show was the the rising feeling that this show didn't matter and that a lot of these matches were going to be seen again. <laughs> um you know they they bamboozled bamboozled us and gave us a Braun Strowman Elias match. In this, in the, you Listen, know they played y'all because like, I, I didn't. Mean. I didn't even need that. Like why, why am I watching this? Like, um, but I mean, you know, they did have some really solid matches. I think again, Nakamura turning back the hands of time in 2021. You know, he 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 did it again. Like he he him and Rollins had a better match in their Survivor Series match from two years ago. So shout outs to them. Um, Sheamus and McIntyre beat the hell out of each other um, in a really fantastic match. So that that was a good match. And I thought the main event, even if it was overbooked, it was the right type of overbooking that gets you excited to see what happens. So like the last three matches to me made up for the rest of the show. I I always feel like Fastlane should be heavily pr- like I know Fastlane is like yo it's on the road to WrestleMania. I think it should be more so incorporated into WrestleMania. I think they need to start booking this like they used to do the old Saturday night main event type of thing where we get matches that like like for instance you could have got, you know, Roman Reigns and you know one main event versus another main event or something along those lines or yeah. or you know just like okay exhibition matches pick your poison type of matches type of thing where people try to set up or like i said 
Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. I mean, she defended the title on SmackDown a couple days before, but she should be. She should have to defend the title on pay per view, just like Bianca Belair had to win the damn thing to win it. Sasha Banks should have to defend her championship in a high stakes match before she makes it to the other side. Um, I would say overall, the most disappointing thing. It looked like that Biggie and Apollo Cruz thing was like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, I storyline wise, I get where they're going. I think a lot of times they try and do things. Uh, they try and get too cute with stuff where they're like, mm-hmm. I understood when I saw it. Oh, this is how the feud started with a with a with a fuck finish, and this is why Apollo is gonna you know try and ask for another match, a a um a definitive match this time. I hope but he lost six times. Like, how definitive can you get? <laughs> like, you can't beat the man. It's not even like, yo, we tied or yo, something crazy. I got counted out. This is crazy. He pinned you six, seven times. <laughs> He keep he keep disrespecting them. That's why. But um, you know, I get it. But like I said, like they're they're being too cute with it now. By this is their artificial way of continuing this, but still making mm. keeping strong. Um, so I mean, we, we talked about it last week on the show. Like they're gonna try and find a way to extend this, whether it be giving him the belt or like you said, Mills, and, and you called it perfectly. It's gonna be a screwy finish, and it was. Right. I, I think also at him like a black dad in church. Like he just be really screaming <laughs> on him. Every time they get into it, it just screams on him. I love that. Yeah, yeah, man. I I also believe it or not, the Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton match, some good business. I was yeah. just like, okay. I, I was, oh, okay. Um I <laughs> didn't expect I didn't expect I love her at Yeah, that. she was. She, she was like she's I, amazing. She um she I mean people got a little, you know annoyed uh, people something i don't know why you're reacting to that fish i was like come on this is pro wrestling like you've seen way more sus pins than this come on uh, edge, <laughs> edge, edge pinning beulah at one night stand and humping her every when they when the rep counted every time great, he counted all, great one of my great, favorite matches great pin. great finish <laughs> great finish to a 10 point. out of 10 yeah um i thought that was great business i also the roman reigns daniel bryan match i so, of course, going into this match, I still wasn't high on Daniel Bryan being in this match. After this match, they I think they made a much more compelling argument of why he deserves to be slotted into the triple threat match, even though he's still lost. Um, and you could say it's really because of Roman himself. Roman ends up tapping out, even though they knocked out the referee edge and interferes and pretty much leads to the result of the match. Um Adam Pierce is a goof, so he's probably going to book the match anyway. So it's I think there's a lot of stuff kind of going on. I thought that match was fantastic, though. Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan just itself. I thought it was if I had to rate the match itself, which I don't even rate matches. It's like it's wow. four and a half, four point seven five, not five star, but it's really damn close because it was it was just great all around. But yeah, I can't. Oh, you have to talk about um. Well, I don't. You don't have to talk about it, but it looks like um, what's that group called? Ali's group. Retribution. 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 <laughs> they got broken up on the pre-show. <laughs> there you go. How do you they, feel about that? Last <laughs> off. Overdue. Long overdue. Last <laughs> off. Take them yeah. fucking ass off, bro. I, and they didn't even get the follow up on Raw. That's how much they care about this group. That's really how much they care. Was the the big repackage is coming if that's the if that's the case? Yeah, and it was a mistake. This go yeah. No, it, it was them trying and and you know we said this this year they're trying to do anything in this pandemic era. Fans are about to come back. They know fans are going to shit on retribution. 
<laughs> when they come back. So break them up now. <laughs> yeah, we don't need that. Okay. So we are going to do something different after the break. We're going to completely scrap the Raw SmackDown recap. And we're going to talk with Donnie about the WrestleMania card. They've been announcing these matches literally with like at breakneck speed. So we're going to talk about night one and night two, what they've announced, how we feel about it, and uh, really just kind of lead into kind of like where, where we think the rest of the matches are going to land on, on night one and night two WrestleMania. So when we come back from break, we're going to talk about the WrestleMania card as it stands on the A-Show. Drip, drip. MCMIZ. There's a rocker and a bunny we gotta put on Blasty. Our rhymes are sweet, but our lucha's nasty. They hop a little, we hop a lot. Brinka, hop, hop, we can't be stopped. Si se puede. They hop a little, we hop a lot. Brinka, hop, hop, we can't be stopped. That's the bomba. Come on, come on, Mills. How you feel about that? I thought it was hilarious, but also, if someone complained about racial insensitivity, I wasn't <laughs> racial insensitivity. I wouldn't completely be like, you know what, you're wrong. <laughs> Maybe you should. Okay, not- all right. There's a difference between them. Okay, if I I can see if they had sombreros on, and they had Mexican regalia and Mexican flags on, they're dressed as bunnies, and they're and they've been, you know, Morrison's been acting like a clueless. <laughs> A clueless Spanish speaker for the last three months leading up to this. So, like, uh, it's a, I, you know, I thought it was funny. I'll say that. I thought it was funny that they're going to do the premiere thing and the whole thing next week. Um, this is what we wanted. Too. It's going to be good, too. Yeah. Your last song was good. Listen. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. Yes. See? Listen. All right. Let's, let's relax. Let's relax. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about wrestlemania y'all this is coming to us 9th and the 10th of april these these matches are happening literally like they're just announcing the shit out of these matches and uh i think that it's a great thing uh but they have announced where some matches are going to go but they have not announced where other matches are going to go so we're going to talk about those two matches first first up being aj and almost versus the new day has not oh. been slotted it's not been slotted to a specific day yet where do you guys think it's going to be Day one. <laughs> Gotta be, right? Unfortunately. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like, listen, you want to kick things off. You want to kick WrestleMania off right. New day. It, they're there. AJ, it's there. It's a tag team title match. You got a lot of things going on. Um, I just think, yeah, it's, it's just easy like that. Listen, what do you I, think, I just want to preference this conversation by saying I am the biggest AJ Styles fan. So okay. I say is biased. Uh, that's just how it's gonna be. Like I'm riding with AJ always. He's uh he's he's from about two and a half hours away from you, right? Yeah, yeah, about that exactly. But you know, I've been yeah. I've been riding with AJ since TNA. Like the first time I seen him wrestle, I was like, oh yeah, this guy's got. It, it took him too long to get here, but we here now. We taking over. So I got, of course, I got them uh, on the first night, unfortunately, because they just they're gonna need something else. And almost his first match is can help carry that first night card. So yeah. I, I feel like they're going to be on the first night, but it's going to be, I think it's going to be a more interesting match than people are going to expect. I think it's, it's he going to shock, he going to shock everybody. I think he a little, he going to have some up his sleeve and he's wrestling with the best. So he going to be ready. He going to be well prepared. I hope he does not do the damn, the chop 
or any type of chops and chokes. If he's doing yeah, chops nah, and chokes, I need a I need a choke slam or something. I need something mean. Like I need him to <laughs> I need him to really throw Xavier through the ring. Like I need him to I need it to be yeah. real, real believable. Um, the other match that has not been slotted to a to a night, which was announced uh yesterday, Braun Strowman. Oh, I'm sorry, b b Braun Strowman. <laughs> this is so stupid. It's just like, every, even... <laughs> every year we got to feed Shane adrenaline junkie rush and have him get thrown around and beat up by people he's not supposed to be fighting. Like, this is crazy. Like, he an adrenaline junkie. He just want to get beat up every WrestleMania and fall off shit. Like, what's Dead wrong? Ass, but like, I, I, I do think that the reason that this has not been slotted to a night is because Braun was given the stipulation to choose which we will probably find out next week what it is are we thinking cinematic match for this i would it would make sense to me to to get this as as wild as possible at the uh at the stadium <laughs> i you don't need that for shane i don't think he just just throw him off whatever he ready he, it don't even matter. and i think <laughs> that's dead ass true i think just in general because they have people i don't think we're gonna go the cinematic route i think definitely it's on the lines of like yo just throw him off of it. just Pick something, and I know Ke- I know Kevin Owens is eyeing that ship, and Shane McMahon is also eyeing that ship, and both of them want to jump off or be thrown off or be, I don't know, fucking ran over or whatever the hell it is by that damn ship. <laughs> so, um, I don't I don't have any expectations for this man. I think it'll be night two. I, I really do think it'll be slotted night two. It'll probably be the first match of night two. Just open yeah. up throwing him off shit. Fuck it. Um, on Raw, we were finally given the official run to Bad Bunny versus The Miz. Um, this is going to be Bad Bunny's first match. We were thinking it was going to be a tag match, but it does seem as though Morrison is injured. Uh, so it will probably the be- it's probably for the best that it's a one on one match. He'll have Damian Priest obviously in his corner. Miz is a hell of a worker, so he'll make sure that what needs to get done gets done with Bad Bunny. What do you guys well, think about? You, thank you, thank you. Of course, thank you. Never doubt it, Miz. Big Miz. Skills. He's just not a champ. He's just not championship quality. All right. So, what do you guys think about the build to this and, and what happened on Raw? Obviously, Bad Bunny coming back with the guitar. I gotta say, Bad Bunny looks like he belongs out there. He looks like he could legitimately be a character on yeah. the show. He he looks like he's like he's been practicing, waiting for this his whole life. Like, I ain't even mad at him for real because he he looked really into it. Like he don't like nobody posing. He looked like he really want to get in, get in there and get busy. So I ain't mad at it. I need the WWE Chronicle WWE Twenty Four Bad Bunny. I want to see him in the ring because I know he's been you know working out in the ring, especially for this type of match. And I know he's been doing it for a while since he's been around since WrestleMania, since Royal Rumble. And I feel like they've had this match coming since the Royal Rumble. Okay. So. I would love to see what he's going to bring out for this type of match. I think Bad Bunny and The Miz, I think The Miz is, like you said, just the, the best worker for this type of thing, able to understand the uh, the caliber of star that Bad Bunny is and able to give him stuff. What's up? The, the importance of the match. I mean, I, I said this a couple of weeks ago that to me, this match is more important than the title match for Miz, honestly. I mean, yeah, it's definitely the most, it's it's the biggest attraction match on the card thus far. Like, I think just the caliber of a star that Bad Bunny is, I don't know. It's just, I'm looking forward to this match. I've loved the feud thus far. I, I want to see Bad Bunny take that skull-crushing finale just to, <laughs> you know, just to put that doubt in your mind because everyone thinks in this sort of situation that Bad Bunny is going to win, and he probably might. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I feel like he needs to take he needs to take a lot more physicality thus far to maybe put some of that doubt. Like you know how when we were doing the Floyd Mayweather Big Show thing and Big Show throws Floyd Mayweather over the top rope and nearly kills him. I need that type of energy. I need I need that type of doubt seated in our brain. Um, the guitar shot is, is is a start, but you know, take a skull crush. Skull crushing finale don't hurt. You're literally jumping on your hands. Like, he might do a suicide yeah. dive for real. I think he got. I think he might pull a suicide Ooh. dive. That's my. That's my hot take. That'll be hard. Yeah. His label. His his label is biting their nails right now because they're like, oh yeah, they're going crazy. Please yeah, do not- the the bunny hop maybe off the top rope or some shit. I don't know. Michael Cole about to call it some stupid he's, shit. He's so, such a big know. star that they just they know they can only support him. Like they can't tell him not to do this because he's that big of an artist. So they just gotta hold their breath while he go out there and. Take a skull, skull, skull crushing finale. Um, Mills, uh, should I book your therapy for the twelfth or thirteenth of April after Ms. loses? I'm or? not. Listen, I'm not. You, you. The thing with being Ms. Hive at this point is, you, you know that as many times as Ms. actually loses, in the end he wins. Okay. And that's really it. <laughs> that's really it. The man lost for an entire calendar year and then won the WWE championship. So it's like the man lost for so long to Otis and then won the money in the bank briefcase. So it's like he wins when it matters. He loses when it doesn't matter. I'm not particularly, you know, swayed in any direction. Bad Bunny won't be. I mean, I don't know if he'll be on the Raw after Mania, but Miz's career will move on. He has to say bye. So Got to keep Miz and Maurice on TV. Miz got to do whatever it takes. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And yo, he trying to get he trying to get Bad Bunny on Miz and Mrs. I'm sure this is a reason why you're trying to like yeah, I've been working with Bad Bunny after the match and stuff, and they you know a couple shots, a couple Buda Marie production shots. And All right, I, that's not gonna happen. All right, moving on. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, we was announced on Raw uh, that Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair will be on Night One, prompting Ooh. prompting a hashtag. Of, yes. My, was it mania main event uh bianca sasha or something it's a little like bit too long of a hashtag it's like it's, it, it's got a <laughs> it's a, i respect the hustle but it's like it's not, it's not a clean hashtag but nonetheless still trending um it was let me see if i could even pull it up actually i know, I know who tweeted it out um it's national puppy day oh wow okay yeah, it is yeah i don't have a dog but you yeah. do <laughs> Yeah, she's she's asleep. I'm not gonna celebrate her today. Uh, <laughs> Let me look I, up. I know Mikazi tweeted it, so it is hashtag um, main event Banks versus Bel Air. It's too long. Um, <laughs> listen, man. Listen, man. I you're on the. There's another match we're gonna talk about just after this that we're gonna announce this on the, on that first night. That is probably the better storyline right now. Uh. It's probably the bigger match. Would would you be open to the fact though, if Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair main evented this the first night? Because it seems like what happened? It better be good. I think it'll be good. I don't I don't think we have any doubt that it's good. I just think, you know, you have this match, you have this opportunity. You have two nights for WrestleMania for the second time ever. You have this opportunity where you have two black women fighting for a major championship. Um you have this. I think you can sacrifice a story for one of the men who will have this match. Drew has main evented WrestleMania. Will Bobby main event WrestleMania? 
who knows um do i agree with the hashtag yeah i'd like to see it i'd like to see it if it doesn't happen i completely understand why it doesn't happen here's my here's my thing give me a better argument than they're racist if they don't do this uh royal Royal rumble winners always main event which is not true um like give me a better argument (laughs) yeah it's not true like give me a better argument than what I've been seeing. I don't see a good argument for it here because my argument is the story to me, I don't care about it. That's my argument. Why, why it shouldn't be. This story is, is bad. I get the history. I get the history. Absolutely. But you're on the show anyway. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you're on the show. Mm. They are legit going to have the match on the show. If Miz is having a match on the show, you as one of his biggest fans, what is bigger to you? Him being on the show or him being in the main event. When Kofi won the title, he was not the main event. Nope. I, I agree see, with you. I didn't see anything. I didn't see anyone saying anything then. I agree with you. I it absolutely big, agree. Well, was that, was, that was because the women were the main event on that show. <laughs> but I'm saying, but, 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 he was me a card. But exactly. And, and, and also, it was the bigger story, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was definitely the bigger story for sure. Okay. Okay. For sure. That, that, I rest my. Well, well. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you guys this. How have you felt has the the story has progressed thus far? Because you definitely seen a change after Fastlane that they're you know accelerating this very very quickly. What do you think? Do you think Sasha Banks turns heel again? Like, is it full fledged heel or is she just being overly aggressive? How do you think they should move forward with this? Mm. Well, Sasha hey. has to lose first. Feel like that's the only way we're gonna know if she if she's gonna be a heel she has to lose because then she could be angry and then she could come out on SmackDown Friday and jump her or get us get upset and call her all kind of names but she gotta lose first that's the only way that this goes on further properly she gotta lose yeah I I believe that um there has they had they got a lot of work to do let's be clear in the next three weeks to make this a hot feud. They've spent so much time fucking around with the tag titles, with who Bianca's going to choose, and we already knew who the fuck she was going to choose, with uh, Reginald. <laughs> like, <Goddamn> they, Reginald. <laughs> they've wasted so much time where it could have been, you know, what it was. But CRS1 on Twitter brought up a really good point that... Shout out to Chris. Yeah, like, the Austin Rock buildup to X7 was actually pretty bad. And I do oh, remember terrible. <laughs> and I do remember at the time a lot of people shitting on it until that last week with the I need to beat you rock where they completely changed um they changed gears. And of course, before that happened, there was still having Triple H in, in Austin in the tr- three stages of hell match. They were still having Rock do a lot of stuff in the build up to that as well, which to yeah. me was like it was a hat on top of a hat, but in the end it all came together. So to your point, I do believe that they can bring this around and it doesn't take that long. But I no. want to see I want to see what happens on Friday before I can say, okay, maybe this should be main event. But right now, no. Nah. Yeah. I think they're both engaging personalities enough, and I think they both want it enough to this extent. And I think Sasha Banks, you know, doing the thing to Bianca Belair, definitely taking her back. But now I kind of want to see, like, Bianca Belair break around, like, eight different pieces. Because I'm like, oh, now you're going to get what's coming. Like, you don't really do that, and you don't really try to play her. And, you know, Bianca Belair could really just – she could literally break you in eight different pieces. So it kind of becomes a situation now where egos are coming into play. And it does remind me a little bit of the Austin and Rock thing because 
a lot of their feud, at least the early part of their feud, they try to incorporate Deborah into it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it didn't work out, and then she was overall dropped from the feud, and I think she was overall just dropped as an important <laughs> person entirely. Um, but I think they did manage to step it up, and all it takes is that one moment, that one interview, that kind of one promo um, to make it kind of happen and really kind of sell it to another level. I'm wondering if they do that this Friday on SmackDown. They don't have much other opportunities to pull this off. Um, so, yeah, like I I agree with you in a sense. If you want to, you know, make main event Bianca versus Belair, if you really want that, we got to take this to a whole nother level. And, yeah, it, it can't just be their fans saying that this is this should happen just because it happens. Because there's stories that I, I and I and I'm a fan of both of them, but I'm not just gonna say it's your main event just cause like it's not the biggest story to me right now. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like Vince getting his fans back in WrestleMania this year, they are going on third to last and they're gonna like it. All right, that's, just, <laughs> that's just how that's gonna go. All right, Vince is not playing with y'all this year. He got fans back. It's gonna be what he say, and that's what it's gonna be. Um, the last match here, we already know this is gonna happen on on night one. They've already announced it, but they've officially announced it that it will be on night one, and that is Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Starting to see a little bit of a dissension now, finally again within the Hurt business uh, with Bobby Lashley. I do think some things are being planted, some seeds are being planted, and I think that you know I'm waiting to see what happens with that. But that is your night one card as of right now. Um, let's get into night two. Oh, wait, I just want to say that. Uh... Teddy Long and Rodney Mack walk crawled so MVP and Bobby could run. Like, but ain't they, that they and I'm I'm so proud of them and I'm happy for them. So go ahead. Um, we saw this uh, at the end of Raw last night, but it was announced, or rather, I, I thought the end of Raw was fire last night. I don't care, no pun intended. But um, Orton and the Fiend are going to be facing each other at WrestleMania Night Two. Um, the Fiend is back. I think the Fiend look is one of the coolest looks they've ever done to me in terms of just continuity in terms of like how it would look if he was actually a burn victim. Yeah. Yeah. It looks crazy. I agree. I mean, are we just getting, the overall, go ahead. Are we getting Undertaker, AJ cinematic vibes in this? Oh man. Like you said, like I I'm, I'm weary about having these fans looking at a screen in an arena, unless they're actually going to come into the arena, you know? Yeah. yeah, I think overall, I mean, they. this is a WrestleMania rematch. They've had a match on WrestleMania before. It wasn't particularly that great, but I think we're under much heightened circumstances. Even though I thought, be be honest, I thought their last feud was really good. It just, the match kind of took all the air out of it. Like, if you go back to watch that WrestleMania buildup, I think it's just perfectly of Randy Orton being under his control and turning and et cetera, et cetera. It gave me very, like, Green Ranger-esque type of vibes. Um but I think this feud is taking it to the next level. I think they played the 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 real kind of like otherworldly, you know, fire things. They played it off kind of right. Um, they didn't do too much. A lot of it I didn't really pay attention to, but I know just overall it's like, okay, we stuck to certain things. We're not really trying to boggle you down with like too much bleeding. Alexa kind of has one power, which makes people bleed out the mouth. <laughs> the Fiend returns. And he's just charred and, and, and looking for vengeance and all this other stuff like that. Like, they didn't do too much. And I kind of appreciate that. And I appreciate them sticking to the story. I appreciate everyone involved in the story because I think everyone has done an amazing job thus far. Now, thus far, it's a regular-ass match. 
Mm-hmm. Will it stay a regular ass match? And will they be able to? Will Randy Orton, who over the last year has just been on another level, mm-hmm. be able to top five, deliver? Top five, top five. Yeah, will he be able to deliver once again? Again, the fiend. By the way, this is the fiend. Someone who we Justin and I have talked and say he's had like three great matches in WWE ever. So Just listen, ever. I was talking to my my homeboy about this earlier. Shout out him, self made Jew underscore on Twitter. But I was saying, uh, I would like to see this become a thing, as if the Fiend, kind of like the take the taker route. He's he's undefeated at WrestleMania as the Fiend. Make it important, like he beats Randy, he beats somebody else important next year, so that. 15 undefeated wins later you can you can use that and put that on somebody to make it real important like they should make this a thing like the fiend at mania trying to destroy the fiend at wrestlemania i think they should go further with this than just this year mm. i might be, i think undertaker might have something to say about that <laughs> you probably will <laughs> you, you do another streak is my streak not good enough for you i come yeah, back I'm and not it's, it's, it's over there nigga it's over you out of here so, <laughs> no, but over. i i I do agree. I do think there's going to be, man, they can't do an Inferno match, can they? Because then this time Randy actually has to get his comeuppance. I think, like, the only issue I have here is that, like, I don't know really who to cheer for. Um, yeah. Yeah. You got to be cast at mean, this point. They done done everything else. So it's buried alive or something. I'm like looking that. I'm looking at this, like, theater. I'm looking to be entertained. I'm not really looking for a winner. I'm not looking for the sort of stakes of where this leads afterwards. I don't think anyone is getting a championship shot. I don't think this changes anybody's place in the on the card or in the business or anything like that. I'm purely looking for this match. It's like, yo, this is entertainment. This is theater. This is the buildup to a great story. I watch a lot of anime. I watch a lot of things. I see the buildup. I see the climax. I kind of want to know where it goes. And if it ends, and if it ends well, it's an all-time great story leading up to WrestleMania. And if they right. flub the finish like they did last time. Did you see The Fiend's tweet today? Of Randy punting him as he was Husky Harris. Yeah, that man got a hold on. Great. He got a Great. Twitter. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, the regular, it's the regular Bray Wyatt Twitter. I'm interested to oh, see what. Okay. The, I'm interested to see uh, what regular Bray Wyatt looks like now, because we haven't seen him since either. He probably looked regular. I mean, people was like, "Yo, has he been injured? Has he been?" No, he's just out for story. Like yeah. the man takes yeah, like, off every couple months, chilling with his schedule. wife. Yeah, he got the best schedule in the game for. Um, so that that was announced for night two. Also on night two, <clears throat> just announced on Raw, they announced a lot of matches this week. With Good. It, I like the yeah. fact. I like the fact that even exactly after the moment finished, they just threw up the. They didn't even say like "I challenge you." They were just like, "It's happening, nigga." So yeah, get <laughs> yeah, this work. The <laughs> thing when they pointed at it, which again I thought was hard when Alexa pointed at it and it started like flaming up. Then you saw the the graphic. If no, there was a crowd easy. there, that shit was hard. That shit was. They hard. would have fucking lost their minds at that shit because it's cool. Because it's cool. And the thing is, I, I just the fiend thing is so frustrating to me. I know it's supposed to go to the next match, but the the fiend thing is so frustrating to me is because he looks so cool that if he was able to work better, he would be one of my favorite characters. But I know that once that bell rings, is going to be a bunch of tomfoolery and bullshit <laughs> he got to i think he's gonna if he if he's in i mean he's been around for like a decade now over a decade bray white in the business uh, or at least in wwe i think it's similar hopefully he gets that kind of like undertaker type of thing where undertaker kind of like learned to work like well not learn to work but had better quality matches like 16 years into his yeah later much much later one thing, one thing i will say is uh, that he much later. 
Bray <laughs> looks a lot slimmer now. He did. Than he did before he left. Bray yeah. was really big before he left uh, uh, four or five months ago. He looked really slim. Uh, Kevin Owens, everybody. Yeah, you're hey, Kevin Owens, yeah. So hope <laughs> hopefully you can move around a lot more. That's all I'm gonna say. Listen, everyone takes WrestleMania seriously. Everyone's on there, you know, getting whatever food made by them and all this other stuff. I see everybody's pretty much, you know, Instagrams and everything. Everyone takes WrestleMania very, very seriously. So I I'm not even surprised. <laughs> but yeah, we should probably move on. Yeah. Uh next match. This was announced on Raw. Rare Ripley debuted. Uh, to challenge Oscar, uh, and Oscar accepted. Of course, Rhea said, since Charlotte can't be here, I really do think the Charlotte's COVID diagnosis was a lot worse than we probably knew. And it's a work, brother? No, I'm kidding. Um, no, I, work. I, think, I, I mean, I think the fact that she had to go on Twitter to say it, it meant that it, it wasn't a work. But I mean, Andrade was weird saying, in two days, you'll be cleared. I'm like, bro, it, she's been out for like three or four, almost <laughs> like three weeks at this point. She had that shit for real, for real. Yeah, no, she she was a she was I think she, yeah she was last seen two weeks ago when she was talking to she had that terrible segment with Mandy Rose and well I don't it's not her it was a terrible part but you know just that segment it was just like well if you guys want to prove yourself then bring it and then she goes missing and stuff we fully expected I remember talking to you offhand it was like we fully expected her to come out I was like listen she's just gonna come out she's gonna point and that's we just got to accept it <laughs> that this is happening for WrestleMania. And then, I guess because of the diagnosis, we hadn't heard the news yet, but they made the announcement. It was like, Rhea Ripley's coming to Raw next week. And we were like, oh, you know, like two weeks before Mania? Like, <laughs> y'all do that. Like, y'all y'all barely do that. Like, y'all did that once, and Samoa Joe still ain't even get on the card. <laughs> um, so we were concerned. And then Monday Night Raw happens. Asuka sends Peyton Royce back to Purgatory. <laughs> and <laughs> and um you know Rhea Ripley comes out makes her statement known says listen I want it points to the WrestleMania sign and Asuka who is very much so someone who never backs down from a challenge said all right bring it it's on and that is where we're at with that how do Bye. you guys how, how do you feel now. yeah if given the proper time match it tonight I'm calling it now Ooh. Go ahead and put that out there. If given the right amount of time, that's that's gonna be the one. Because that's the first time in a while Oscar will be free, like somebody who can take it. So she'll be able to really get her, get in her bag for real. Because Oscar be holding back, and that should be sad. Because I mean, <laughs> them women can't goddamn take no licks, but I feel like Rhea will be ready, and it's gonna be a good one. I hope so, because to be honest with you, I'm a, I was looking at this, I was like, listen. Last year, WrestleMania, she had to wrestle in the PC. She's getting another opportunity. Same stadium that she wanted to go to this previous year. Same kind of similar opportunity where she's challenged for a championship. It kind of feels like a redemption type of thing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But nobody beats Asuka. <laughs> oh, I mean, she might be Asuka. I, I used to think that. I will Come tell on. you, Come the train now. stopped. The train stopped. When Charlotte beat Oscar, once that once those wheels fell off, but that's they big never Charlotte. Nobody beats big Charlotte either. She's the exception to every rule. But then after day. that, but then after that, you had Oscar losing to Carmella. She was losing to you know all types of 
weirdos. Listen, no offense to Carmella. We're not gonna but... we're gonna go we're not gonna speak on that. That was just a lapse of judgment by management. We're not gonna we're not gonna speak on that. <laughs> but I think just overall, do I think Rhea has a very strong chance to beat Asuka? Yeah, because we even talked about the rumors last listen, Lacey Evans was supposed to beat Asuka. Ridiculous yeah. as it sounds. Yeah. Um but 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 fate intervened and we're gonna we're we're gonna get the we're going to get the match that we're supposed to get. I'm going to wait for the booking and, and to see where this ends up, you know, a week before. Do you before. think Charlotte ends up somewhere within the vicinity of this match when she returns? Or do you feel like it's just she's out of WrestleMania completely? Yeah, they, they need to leave it be, honestly. Yeah, just, I, think, I, I just want it as it is. Yeah, they need to leave it be. Um, there, I don't think there's enough. T- I mean, I know it's Charlotte, but, like, there really isn't it's enough. Charlotte. <laughs> I know, but, like, she could be Oscar or Rhea's first challenger, and I think that would be cool. You know, and there's a story there with both of them. They're both people who are really essentially, I mean, they could have Charlotte come out and say, whoever wins this match, I'm going to yeah. be watching. I'm going to be the first one to, to challenge you. She'll face the Here's what's going to happen. One contender match. Yep. Here's what's going ha- to happen. Don't count this up to Mills booking. Here's what I'm going to happen. <laughs> it's going to be, what was that WrestleMania? Where was the WrestleMania where um, Bret Hart lost to Yokozuna? I love it. <laughs> so... Oscar loses to Rhea, then Charlotte comes out. Oh hell! Rhea no. says, <laughs> oh, hell Rhea says no. "Come on, you want another one?" Oh, you know, Oscar does the get her. Come on, get it. Legitimately, like WrestleMania. 11. Oh, Hogan's hosting, right? <laughs> Isn't Hogan hosting? Hogan is one hundred percent hosting. Oh shit! <laughs> Fuck this show. Um, <laughs> but I would, I would laugh if they pulled the WrestleMania eleven just to slot Charlotte into the show. Be like, yo, Charlotte. I mean, I ain't never made at a big Charlotte appearance. I ain't, but I, I don't think so. I don't think it's. I'm glad. Happen. I'm glad we all three righteous stands on the show. Shout out well, to that. Well, we do know. Uh, with that match, we do know one match where there is definitely going to be someone else added, and that is more than likely the main event of night two, uh, Edge versus Roman Reigns. Oh, I think it goes without saying that Daniel Bryan will more than likely be added to this match on Friday. So just be ready for that. But that is scheduled for night two. How does he keep doing Donnie? This? What do you what do you think about? Yeah, what do you think about this? We we okay, had so our debate last week. I'm I'm gonna go back a little further. I don't. I think I might be the only person in the world who didn't enjoy yes yes mania. Wow! Like I'm gonna go wow, ahead and put that out there. Big, yeah, that's a big take. Because how are you beating Triple H and Randy Orton and Batista in one night? Like I no, I'm not rolling with that. I'm never. It's never set right with me. I don't care who was responsible or who was okay with it. That's just not supposed to happen. And so you just keep every year you keep finding yourselves in these people matches like Daniel, go home, like stay out the way. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm tired of seeing you like <sighs> once again. But I I feel like this go around I'm going to just I'm going to just say I I see it. They don't trust Edge fresh off a broken neck to be one on one with Roman for a whole night. Something could go wrong. So you need Daniel there to kind of manage the match, make it safe, make sure he get through it all right in one piece for however the finish is supposed to go. That's just how I feel like that's why he's in. I'm interested. I would love to interview Edge somehow, but I just, I don't fucking know. I'm interested in how he feels about this because it kind of feels like it was definitely, I always felt like it was definitely supposed to be Roman versus Edge. I don't know where Daniel Bryan came from. Yeah, me neither. Um. I always felt like it was supposed to be Roman Reigns versus Edge. It was supposed to be the moment. This was supposed to be kind of everything. And now Daniel Bryan kind of, he skews it a little bit because he skews kind of like the hero, you know, 
the hero build, the the opponent build, a little bit of the aggression, he skews that away from Edge a bit. So Edge yeah. now has to react in kind, which kind of leads to what he did at Fastlane when he attacked Daniel Bryan and he attacked Roman Reigns. He has to kind of lean in to a lot more vicious side and kind of even lean into a little bit more of a tweener type of thing. What's I'm interested in how take? he feels about it. What's Daniel gonna take a double spear? Like fuck out of here, Daniel. You're in the way. Like let them boys out of here, Matt. <laughs> like, get out of here. I I'm I'm all for it. Uh, I, I they, they gotta have they gotta have something, bro. They got to, man. I, I'm I'm all for it. I fuck with it. I think it's gonna be a good match. I I, I listen, man. I saw Edge last week on on, on SmackDown. I texted him about this. This man, he he a little slow, y'all. <laughs> He's 46. He's 47. He got to be yeah, off a broken freaking neck. You know what I'm saying? Like he, you got to go. It's not even that. It's it's age. It's just something that you can't really take into account. Like the yeah. body begins to just become a lot more slower than it was before. He was already and slow before. What he, do you mean? He yeah, he's never, he's never really been the fastest guy. Yeah, he was already well, listen, slow. He, He's broken every appendage that's ever been in his body that ever existed at some point. Torn and torn fingernails off, torn, you know, rotator cuffs, eyelashes, all types of shit. He's if there's an injury, he's had it. So I understand never that. should have been doing the spear to begin with. You know, just say that. Well, here's the thing. That setup that he had where he he did he gave Jay the the what was it the arm ringer the the arm tug where he tugged him down into the spear I was like what kind of setup <laughs> I feel like he's like trying out new things remember last year he had the anti venom well yeah he does try out new shit like he does I think he I, said I that, this like, is he's, he's trying to keep up with the new guys I, I think he said yeah that. yeah I I think he as an edge stand I know that he's been trying you remember when back in the day you used to have like eight million moves with edge in it educator yeah. edge yeah. mission edge, edge, <laughs> edge everything listen oh I I want to see him turn back the, the hands of time I'm praying 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 that he does not get injured in this match so that's all know, I care about but. yeah I I hope that, that that this happens we're gonna see what happens on Friday but for now uh, and as for as of like SmackDown and Raw, this is your WrestleMania card. We have we have about eight matches announced. I would expect about five to six more. And you know we're we're going and, and you can already see the the you can already see the wheels turning for some of them. Uh, looks like we're probably going to get Riddle versus Sheamus. Uh, we're going to get some type of tag title matches on on both sides of the of the shows. KO versus Sammy. Ooh. KO versus Sammy finally on WrestleMania. I'm not mad at that, but you know that could that could probably happen in the next couple weeks as well. Oh boy, Sammy kicked the shit out of him, man. <laughs> oh, boy. He cleared him. Cleared his ass. <laughs> Push his top oh back God. in that chair. I was like, damn. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that is the week in wrestling for the A-Show. I want to thank our Mia Meals and everyone from the A-Show RNC. We want to thank you, Donnie, for being on the show. I appreciate it, fellas. Anytime, anytime. We'll be looking out for the next contest. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? You want you know you want to tell everyone you're at so they can follow you. Let let us know. Let them know. Yeah, y'all can just follow me on Twitter underscore Donnie Smooth O O V E. I'm saying I'm a pretty good follower and I follow back. I got some things coming out too on my Twitter, so just be on the lookout for that. But I appreciate the A show. Appreciate y'all for having me. I enjoy both of you guys' wrestling takes. I enjoy the show. Black wrestling fans, we gotta stick together. Shout out to something South Carolina, Merck City, and I appreciate you fellas. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, and as always, you can follow us at The Issue RNC on Twitter. Uh, make sure you listen to a new episode of The Rewriter's Room. Uh, they're booking Naomi this week. So, you know, if you're feeling the glow, 
definitely go around there and check that out with Armand, Chan, and CC telling you guys about what's going on over there. Of course, we have the War Report with Cyrus and Quan. They're going to be talking about the NXT tag titles being relinquished and, you know, what's going to happen on this week's episode of NXT and AEW Dynamite. And, of course, you have us, me, and Meals. Before, before we fully wrap up, I want to just let everyone know. Next week, the announcement. Uh-huh. The announcement of the... You may not have been anticipating it, but it's coming. There's something coming next week. So just look out for it. Yeah. So for meals, I'm Justin. See you next week. You.